right. Let's thank our band, our musicians, everyone. Also, I want to thank today in this Advent season those men and women who work behind the scenes that do our sound, staging, video. They're only recognized when they get in trouble and mess up, right? So we thank them for all their hard work they do to make everything happen. Speaking of thank yous, I want to thank you in advance uh, for being a part of our end of the year giving. Believe it or not, we received 25% of our entire budget uh, during the month of December through end of year gifts. I know many of you have already participated in that. I want to thank you and thank others in advance for being a part of remembering your church family during the holiday seasons. Now, during Advent, one of the greatest promises we have, I believe, is found in Luke 2.14. Luke 2.14 says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. It's a promise that God is going to bring peace on earth. But as I watch and listen to the news today, I don't see peace on earth. As I look over in the Middle East, I see Israel in a fight for their very lives. I don't see peace, but war raging. As I look to Europe, the Ukraine is still fighting for their very existence against the Russia, against the Russians. I don't see peace, I see war raging. As I look into our own country, universities and on streets, I see a level of anti-Semitism and Jewish people under threat. I see war raging all around us. War rages all around us, but also war can rage within us. There's a battle zone in many homes and families here today. There's a, there's a battle for many who are struggling to overcome addiction. There's a battle for many who are struggling through loneliness in this Advent season. There is a battle that all of us face as we fight the normal slings and arrows and bullets that fly our way as we're simply trying to do life. War rages all around us, but it also rages within us. And if your life is like my life, your life probably doesn't look like a Hallmark movie. So as we are entering in, this Advent season and continuing in, we see nations at war, hearts broken, and people living in a war zone. So within the battles of this world and the battles of our life, we come here and we gather to hear a word of peace. We all need a path to peace, a path to peace. 
And if we're going to find that path to peace, where does it start? Where do we begin? What does that look like? When I was a little kid, my mom seemed to be concerned about two primary things. My mom said, listen, don't go outside when it's raining or you'll get a cold and then you will get pneumonia. I never figured out how pneumonia was carried in the rain. I never got it until I went to a healing conference years ago and I got pneumonia, which is a whole nother story and kind of ironic, isn't it? Don't you think? So she was concerned about pneumonia and she was also concerned about me going outside without my shoes. Now, don't you boys run outside unless you put your shoes on, right? You gotta have your shoes on. Because why? Because shoes are the foundation. Shoes are the protection, right? And, and ladies, if you're here today and you're worried about your guy and how he's presenting himself in his wardrobe, start with the shoes. Get rid of the Crocs. Again, that's a whole nother message. But when it comes to getting on this path to peace, we've got to start with the foundation. And one of the greatest passages in God's word on spiritual warfare is, is in Ephesians 6, where it says, put on the full armor of God. And if you remember in Ephesians 6, 15, it says, and with your feet, fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The good news, the gospel, is a gospel of peace. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor and the Prince of Peace. Jesus says, peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. Don't be worried or afraid. Paul said he can give you a peace that passes understanding. Peace. The gospel of peace. God sent his son into the world, the prince of peace, to give us peace. So before we can find our path to peace, we have to put on and receive the free gift of peace, which is Christ himself. That's where it starts. That's where we start is that foundation, these shoes that put us on that path to peace. Many of us are familiar with the Christmas story. We're familiar with Mary and Joseph and Jesus and the nativity scene and lighting candles and the cross and resurrection, but we've never really personalized Christ. We never ask Christ to come into our life, to build a manger in our hearts. Peace. The good news is God can give us a peace through trusting in his son. The good news is that there is a path to peace. When you think about the story 
The Christmas story, you think about men and women who needed peace. Think about Mary, teenage, girl, was afraid when the angel spoke to her and said, you're going to have a son, a special son, a unique son who's going to be the Messiah. And she was afraid until she said, Mary said, yes, so let it be. And her fear turned into peace. She found a path to peace. Think about the wise men, confused, wondering what was going to happen next. They needed guidance. So they followed the star. They said, hey, I'm going to follow it wherever it goes. And their confusion turned into peace. Joseph, Mary's fiance, got the news that no one wants to get about the pregnancy, and I'm sure he was angry. And until he surrendered to God and said, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what, was his anger turned into peace. Peace. Some of you are here today and you say, I need peace. Not just peace and quiet, but I need a path to peace during this Christmas season. So perhaps the thing that you could do today is simply to ask God, God, show me my path to peace. Maybe your path is the path of Mary where you're filled with fear and you simply need to say yes to God and his plan. Maybe you are in need of guidance because you're confused like the wise men and you just need to say, God, I'm going to follow you wherever you lead and that's your path to peace. Maybe you're like Joseph and you're holding on with a white knuckle grip and you're mad and you're angry and you're trying to control and God says, let it go, surrender and that is your path. To peace. The good news is there is a path to peace. God will show you your path to peace, but you have to respond to him. And God's path to peace is, is not about you receiving some kind of psychological, emotional feeling or, or happiness. Sometimes God's path to peace is the tough path. It's the rugged path. It's the road less traveled. But God always, always provides for us, provides for you a path to peace. And you need to ask him. And he will guide you and he will lead you. God had a unique plan for peace for his only son, Jesus Christ, didn't he? The path started in a crib. It went through a cross, and then it crescendoed 
in an empty grave. God's path for peace was not really just for his son. It was for us so that we could be forgiven, that we could have peace with God and that we could be put on that path that leads to a peace that passes all understanding. Have you ever experienced that peace? When you couldn't see the road, when you couldn't see what was going on, when you felt the pain and the fear and the confusion was all around you, but somehow, someway, God gave you the light and he kept you on that path to peace. Howard Thurman puts it this way when he wrote, when the song of the angels is still, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, and to bring peace among brothers, to make music in the heart. The Prince of Peace is the path to peace. And only he can put music in your heart that lasts forever. The war rages all around us. He gives us this peace. Would you pray with me? God, we need peace. We need peace on earth and we need peace in our own life. 